Hi, everyone. Happy Friday. We're doing our week 13 ballers, busts, and honorable mentions. Eric and Dale are back with me this weekend, so let's get into it. Welcome to the Married to Football podcast, the super fan take football today. Dale, you get to go first tonight. Give me your baller from week 13. I can't believe it's week 13. Like the season's almost over now. Yeah, we're nearly there. We only got four four weeks left yeah. until the end of the regular season at least. Yeah. Um, I, I decided because I, I had a I had a hunch that I knew uh, who some of the ballers for the two of you would be this week. So I I went uh, I went outside the box and I went with Darren Waller, who uh, had 13 catches for 200 yards and two touchdowns, and that's from a tight end. So I figure we'll give uh, we'll give the tight ends a little bit of attention and uh, and love on the podcast. Yeah, that's that's good. I like that. We don't ever. I don't think we ever do tight ends as ballers. I don't know. I'm trying to think back. I don't think we've ever had a tight end as a baller. I'll have to look. Back. I have. You have? Okay. And so has Dale. Travis Kelsey has made an appearance. Uh, Mark Andrews, I believe, has made an appearance. Okay. All right, Eric. Give me your baller for the week. Oh, I would love to give you my baller. We all know who it's going to be. Number six, Baker Mayfield of your Cleveland Browns. Went yeah. 25 of 33 for 334 yards, four touchdowns, and a statement win over the Tennessee Titans, 41 to 35. The Browns scored on their first six possessions, and it should have been six for six with touchdowns had it not been for the drop pass by Diamond Peoples Jones. Um, Baker looked offense, the, looked awesome. The offense was in sync and in rhythm, and, uh, it was just, a maestro out there conducting the orchestra that was the Browns' offense, leading them to victory. Yeah, he looked good. He looked really good. Yeah, it's funny because I pick someone that we don't mention a lot or talk about a lot either, and it's actually the same team that Dale mentioned. I picked Derek Carr for the Raiders. I think that, you know, he's keeping his team's hopes for the playoffs alive. He had that beautiful 46-yard touchdown pass to Henry Ruggs with five seconds left. It was it was perfect. I couldn't believe it when it happened. And, yeah, I went with Derek Carr. Give give the Raiders some love this week. Did you guys see that game? Uh, I saw the Jets tanking. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the Jets were going to win for a second. And then I guess Derek Carr had other plans because it was just – it. I couldn't believe what happened. Like watching it, I was like, "Wow!" They were they were going to win, and then Greg Williams decided to uh, get in his own way and call a ridiculous defensive play call, allowing uh, the Raiders to score that touchdown, and that's why he got fired. Yes, he got so, fired. Another coach bites the dust. Is what it is. Yes. Well, he's a defensive coordinator, but he's a coach. He was the Browns' interim coach when they uh, turned it around after they fired Hugh Jackson. Um, and I, I for one, was kind of uh, looking for them to hire him as the uh, as the full time coach after the end of the season. I wouldn't have minded. He he really had the team playing well, but he's a, a different sort of character. He's, yeah, uh, I think he's very a aggressive, odd. A and odd. he plays a, he plays the defense very aggressively. And sometimes it benefits him, and sometimes it bites <laughs> him in the ass. And he likes to blitz a here. lot. 
<laughs> blisters all the time, more often than not. All right. Dale, give me your bust from the week. Well, I had a hard time, you know, looking over things, trying to figure this one out and uh, what I was going to do with this week. Um, and, and I did kind of uh, look through and I, I realized that we had, uh, you know, we, we've picked on the NFC East a lot because I was looking at the Giants. But then I finally settled on it having absolutely having to be the dog shit Pittsburgh Steelers running game. Yeah, I knew you were going to uh, 14 carries, 21 yards. It's it's an absolute dumpster fire, um, and it it's it was just just atrocious. So uh, Steelers running game is the bust of the week, hands down. Hands down, the bust of the week. Okay, I had a feeling between you and Eric, somebody was going to pick them. I was just waiting to see who it was. Well, I mean, when you do 14 carries for 21 yards, I mean. You know, you don't have to be a math whiz to know that that, that equals not very good. Yeah, not very good. I know. I, I watched the game. It wasn't good. It was bad. It was actually disappointing, more so as a Steelers fan. It was very disappointing. What, 1.5 yards per carry? Yeah. I know. You don't got to tell me. I, I, I think, I, I believe there, I believe that the, uh, that Nick Chubb, um, had at least one run that was longer than the entirety of their rushing yardage for the day. He probably did. It was, it was bad. It was, it was between Benny Snell and Anthony McFarland. They could not get going. And I mean, I know Washington does have like a, a decent defense, but it was just bad. I'm trying to forget it. I, I like didn't want to like even talk about the Steelers this week. Cause I just wanted to forget the game, you know? It was one of those games, just like forget about it. Didn't happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking and I'm seeing at least 30 players in the league individually rushed for more yards than the Steelers did. Yeah, last I'm week. sure they did. And just to put a bow on it, 14 players in the league had individual single runs that were longer than the Steelers' entire game total. Wow. It's depressing. It's sad. Such a bad game. Oh, the run game. They definitely see. I miss James Conner. I know you guys aren't a big James Conner supporters, <laughs> but he was much needed in that game. It just shows he was much needed. But uh, suffice to say, uh, their the running game is, is a problem, and that's why they're they're my bust of the week. Bust of the week. Okay, Eric, give me your bust. Are you sure you want it? Yeah. Well. Yeah, uh, Eric, give me your my bust. bust of the week. <laughs> My bust of the week is Juju Smith-Schuster. <gasps> Seven catches on 10 targets for 28 yards, a whopping four yards per reception. No touchdowns, of course. Uh, that's three games in a row that Juju Smith-Schuster has failed to top 40 yards receiving. And the uh, 12th game in a row that Juju failed to hit 100 yards receiving and uh, he didn't have as many drops as his buddy there in the uh, receiving and tight end room there for your Pittsburgh Steelers. Definitely could have used some more output and Juju to try to get past the Washington football team. He's my bust. I don't know. Is he supposed to be a number one wide receiver? He is the number one wide receiver. Uh, no. Nobody thinks he's a number one wide receiver. Where, where would you... Just, 
where would you guess Juju ranks in the league in yardage? Listen, it doesn't right matter now. where he ranks. It matters <laughs> his heart in the game, and it matters how okay. of okay. a team player he is. I don't care about his so whether rank. So whether it matters is is another question, and we can we could debate that. But what what do you what are your guesses, the two of you, on where he ranks in the league? I don't know, Eric. I'll let you go first. Uh, 25th. Okay. And Shannon, you had a guess? I'm going to say like 32, 32nd. He's actually 39th okay. with 600 yards. Uh, now, it's funny that you said 32nd because 32nd would be uh, your leading Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver, Deontay Johnson. Oh, it's not Chase Claypool? At 654 uh, yards, five yards ahead of Chase Claypool. Okay. So Juju, Juju's performance is the third best But do you notice that they're like all bunched up? It just shows you that Ben's like really... In, like, in, the, thir- in the 30s though? But because Ben's really like spacing the ball out. He's really... He's, uh, I mean, I would I would be more willing to to accept that argument, you know, if for someone like, uh, you know, Seattle, where Tyler Lockett is seventeenth and DK Metcalf is number one, or Kansas City, where Travis Kelsey is number two and Tyreek Hill is number three. Eric, to your Juju comment, Juju will never be a bust because he's always my number one. Does that mean you're going to edit out Eric's bust for this week? <laughs> no, it stays. <laughs> but um, all right, guys, my bust from week 13 is the Seattle Seahawks for letting mm. the Giants beat them. I thought this was a for sure win. I did not get it. You have, like, again, you have Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, Chris Carson. I mean, I don't. I think that defense is really letting them down. I really think it's the defense. I really don't think it's the offense because I think Russell Wilson's doing all he can. That was my bust. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. You have. You figure. Okay, Seattle. They're eight and four. Am I correct on that? Eight and four. Uh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, tied with tied with the uh, the Rams. Okay. For instance, so like now they're second in their division. The Seahawks this week play the Jets. You figure. You don't want to suspect that, you know, Seahawks are just going to roll the Jets because I thought the Seahawks would have just rolled the Giants. Like, I thought it's Colt McCoy, especially. It wasn't even Daniel Jones playing. It was Colt McCoy. So that was, like, just a shock to me. All I know is Seattle needs to figure it out because if they go into the playoffs playing like they did against the Giants, they're going to get knocked out in the first round. Yeah. You but know. you know, I mean, they they might go in they might go into this game against the Jets and you know beat them by forty. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, it's it's tough. It's tough to say. I, I I'm surprised. I'm surprised by the result <laughs> and losing to the Giants. I will say this though: the Giants as a team are definitely have definitely improved. Mm-hmm. That's not to say they're good. That's not to say they deserve you know being uh you know being uh, a, a host to a playoff game and anything like that. But um, they're, they're coming along um, certainly much better than Philadelphia or Dallas in that division. And uh, they've, they've definitely improved over this season. Yeah. 
Well, we'll give it to the Giants this week for just, you know, playing up against the Seahawks because I don't think anybody thought that they were going to win that game. Mm -mm. Okay, so let's do our honorable mentions for week 13. Dale, who's yours? I I decided to go with Matt Stafford. Um, 27 of 42 for 402 yards and three touchdowns. Um, you know, we've talked about him as a guy stuck in a less than ideal situation yeah. in Detroit, and uh, he had a good game. So, nice job, Matt Stafford, and uh, my honorable mention for the week. Yeah, I feel like he deserves that because their record's really not that bad either. Like, they're not doing terribly. They just, I feel like if they I mean, maybe... they're, they're technically they're technically only a game out of, of a playoff spot right yeah. now. Yeah. And I feel like they, I don't want to, this sounds mean, but maybe if they would have gotten rid of their coach earlier in the season, maybe they would have gotten some more wins. You never know. I don't want to say the coach was the only issue, but it seems like they're doing better and he's not there, you know? Mm-hmm. All right, Eric. My honorable mention is the New England Patriots defense. Three sacks, two interceptions, one return for a touchdown, a block kick for a touchdown, and a shutout. Uh, the highest performing defense of any fantasy team and uh, got them back into the playoff hunt temporarily with a decisive win against Justin Herbert and the Los Angeles Chargers. They're my honorable mention. Really? Hmm. I'm allowed to be nice to the Patriots now and again. Like okay. their, defense, their defense had five players opt out for COVID. <laughs> they still put on a performance like that. Okay. Shannon, remember, they, they don't have Tom Brady I anymore. I know, I know. I know. They, I, I, I mean, they still have Bill. I know, they shut up. Bill Belichick. I had a feeling that they were going to, like, play really good against them because I can't remember the exact stat they put up, but Bill Belichick against rookie quarterbacks, his record's, like, insane. I don't remember what it was. Put the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, it was insane. It's like he doesn't lose against rookie quarterbacks. You know, should have should have known it was going to be a. I didn't think it was going to be a blowout. I thought it'd be competitive, but I guess he knew what he was doing. Give it to Bill Belichick in the defense of the New England Patriots. All right, my honorable mention is Devontae Adams. Ten receptions, 121 yards, two touchdowns, and. He has had 13 touchdowns on the year so far. And did you know he's actually only played in 10 games? So think about that. He's tied with Tyreek Hill with touchdowns, I believe, against the wide receiver, like with the wide receivers. I don't know. I made that argument last week that Tyreek Hill might be the number one wide receiver, but I don't know. Devontae Adams, I feel like, is my number one wide receiver now. Like I was looking at his stats and looking at everything. He is just, he's incredible. He's got to be in the conversation, right? Oh, my God. He's so good. He is so good. He, he looked good against the Eagles, and uh, that was an interesting matchup because I, I think Darius Slay is a good corner for the yeah, Eagles. Yeah, he is. And uh, Devontae Adams just did whatever he wanted out there. Oh, um, it wasn't even 10 hard 12, for him. 10 or 12 targets. Like, I, he was actually – it was either going to be him or the Patriots, as my honorable mention. And if one of you had taken Baker, he was going to be my uh, – my baller so yeah I, I love Devonta Adams uh super jealous I you know I think we I've said you know DK Metcalf or Hopkins are the best receiver Adams is definitely in the conversation as well 
solidly in the top four or five for sure. Uh, it's just one of those things where you don't know how much is that Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, you do wonder. You do. Because they always, they always do it, the, these Green Bay wide receivers. They always do it in this very quiet, unassuming kind of way where somehow they rack up these stats, but they, 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 don't, they don't jump off of the screen at you. They just, they just end up piling up, you know, all these statistics. And like Shannon said, he's tied for first with touchdowns. He's sixth in receiving yards, and he's fourth in catches. So, I mean, he's, he's right there. I mean, he's, I think he's hands down got to be in the top five yeah. in wide receivers in the league, games. right? Two less games he's played. So, imagine yeah. if he had those two games. He'd probably potentially be the leading receiver. It's yeah. just, it's crazy to me, like, how good he is. And it's like, the only thing that scares me for the Packers is they have to stay healthy in the playoffs. Like, they lose one piece like they lose Devontae Adams or they lose Aaron Rodgers it's done for them you know yeah I mean honestly I think he's probably the player they can least afford to lose yeah and I know people will scream and say that it's Aaron Rodgers but as good as Aaron Rodgers is um if he goes down Aaron Rodgers doesn't have anywhere to go with the ball Mm. and there's at least a slight chance that if Rodgers goes down that Devontae Adams could still get open and do a little bit of damage. Um, so I think it's close, but at, at this point, I, I think that I think Adams is the player they can least afford to, to do without. Yeah, I just think he's so talented. I think he, like, right, it's hard for me, like, looking at all the receivers right now. Like, everyone always says, like, oh, my God, who's your number one? And, like, you look and you got Tyreek Hill, you got Devontae Adams, you got DeAndre Hopkins, you got DK Metcalf. I mean, Tyler Lockett's, really good too he's up there i mean there's a lot of guys i think, I think you gotta you gotta include justin jefferson too yeah, in minnesota not that guy that's not getting a lot of attention but he's he's getting he's making a ton of catches mm-hmm. and racking up a lot of yards i believe he's over a thousand for the year yeah and there's only what maybe 10 guys or maybe less than that that at this point that are over a thousand so he's he's in that top that top tier at this point. And it's nice to see that he took that role that, you know, the void of not having Stefan Diggs. He filled that in mm-hmm. and it's, it's nice to see the emergence of him. Like he is doing so well there. I just looked and Justin Jefferson has exactly two more yards than Stefan Diggs right now. Really? They're they're vir- yeah, they're they're virtually in a dead heat in terms of yardage. Uh, Jefferson has more touchdowns than Diggs has. You know, I mean, you know, Jefferson is a is needed more on that Minnesota offense, not by a lot though, because I mean, both of those offenses have have a good running game. Um, but I, I think uh, Jefferson need, is needed a little more by that offense. But um, yeah, I, I thought that they were crazy for getting uh, for letting uh, Stephon Diggs go. I shouldn't say letting go because it was a trade, I yeah. believe, but. Um, I was the same way, but but it looks like they knew what they were doing, and yeah. Justin Jefferson is really uh, is is uh, turned out to be a great move for them. Mm-hmm. But you can't deny that you know Justin Jefferson has stepped in and made a huge impact right away. Oh, huge, huge! I mean, uh, he's like a number one wide receiver right now, and he's a rookie. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. It's crazy. Absolutely, a number one. 
Thanks everyone for listening to the Married to Football podcast. Don't forget to rate our show and don't forget to hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And you can check us out at MTFB Podcast on Twitter. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, everyone. Cheers.